0: now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind, she don't cry no more. Tell me that I get her high cause ain't just supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine. I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Yeah.
1: As I'm sure many of you know, Mac Miller passed away this past Friday due to an apparent drug overdose. Uh Mac Miller who was someone that we've gotten to see grow up. And that opening song was off his most recent album, Swimming, uh, entitled 2009. And I wanted to start the podcast off with that purposely because it's one of my favorite songs off that album. Um, and I feel like it's it, it says a lot ab- about Mac Miller himself. And as the hip hop world mourns Mac Miller, um, like I said, someone that I think that a lot of, a lot of the fans, a lot of his listeners, a lot of people just in the community uh, felt such an attachment to Mac because we did get to see him grow up. I mean, his first mixtape dropped around when he was like 17 or 18, and we've got to see the progress of of the man, the artist, everything over that time. So we're going to start this podcast off this week with a moment of silence for Mac Miller, and then we'll get into our intro music. And then after that, uh we'll try to start the show off as we normally do. So let's get into that moment of silence. been a wild and crazy week this week uh between the nike and uh colin kaepernick deal um between people uh, getting shot uh in their own home it's just a lot going on this week uh nikki and cardi b a lot of topics uh to get into and so we're gonna start off at the top uh with the nikki and cardi b situation now um I'm sure everyone at this point has seen the video, seen the altercation. Um, and the fact is, I'm not going to spend much time talking about it because Scoop does, the, he, he, he gets in there pretty well, uh, on, on kind of the angle I was going to attack it with. But I will say this, um, for all those who are talking about Cardi B and saying uh, how she shouldn't be carrying herself this way. And I'm not saying that I, I disagree with like grown people should not be fighting. Um, this should be, um, we should be above that, I guess so to say, but I mean, keep in mind, Cardi B has not been truly, truly famous for her music for that long, but the same thing that we applaud Cardi B about, and that's her being real, her being genuine, her being her, this is her. Now, she I'm sure she'll mature from this. This isn't the same Cardi B will be getting four or five years down the road, at least I hope not. Um, but realize this that when Cardi feels slighted, there's a chance you may get something like this. Um she, to her credit, has been, at least in in my opinion, has been trying to take the higher road, so to say, in a in a lot of this sometimes. Um Especially with Nicki Minaj, but at some point we knew it was all going to come to head, whether it was on wax, off wax. The tension of this has just literally been building for too long for something not to happen. I'd never, um, and you know, we on our, just our last episode, um, in the discussion topic portion, I talked about how I don't like seeing our women portrayed in this manner. Um, and, and this is what gets the most publicity. The fact is that both these women dropped Projects this year. Cardi's, I'm, I'm on record for saying I enjoyed Cardi's a little bit, well, a lot more than Nikki's, but, uh, Nikki dropped one of her better albums, uh, in a, in a while, in my opinion. Now, I know that's not the, the popular opinion, but, um, and, and it's funny because Ralph on the breaks talked about how is the public the one that's pushing these two, um, against each other. And that may very well be true, to be quite honest. if It very well may be is that maybe there was a little tension there, all the comparing and everything else. Have we caused them to, to for that tension to rise a little bit more? I won't say that we have or haven't, but it just it makes you think um, about it for sure. So, you know, whatever comes next in this, it, I've said it uh, we're gonna talk about it on the breaks in depth so i'm not gonna get into it too much here uh will this go off on on wax that's where I would like to see it kept i i actually rap beefs and rap battles are one of my favorite parts of hip hop because it's it's the unique thing about the genre of music um so i I wouldn't mind seeing that I don't think anybody would but it needs to stay there uh so where that develops how that goes we'll continue to monitor it and we will continue to see it um so yeah we'll 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 see from there Next topic we have is Serena Williams. Uh, so Serena Williams lost at the U.S. Open this past weekend to Naomi Osaka, which is a whole different conversation. But over the course of this, she argued with the umpire because um, she felt that he was being unfair. And she has since been fined seventeen thousand dollars for that argument with the referee. Now celebrities have come to her defense in this and talked about sexism and racism and things being unfair and how um you know she was told she couldn't wear the cat suit before and then now this. So is is Serena Williams being targeted? I won't lie I don't watch or follow tennis enough to say or to, to really give an opinion on that. But what I will say is that we saw Two women go out there and shut the house down um, at the U.S. Open and Serena Williams even embracing Naomi after the fact. Um, that says a lot. That photo says a lot um, in it. And it was a great moment. I hate that it's really being um, not not really looked over, but it's it's kind of being um, just ugly a little bit by the fact that, you know, you have this situation and something like this happened in a moment where it really is it a passing of the torch? Now, Serena has been way too dominant to really say that she's done. Um, but to just have this moment and, and someone to beat their idol and Elmi have shedding tears over the fact that she, she beat Serena. It was just a great moment. And I, hate that it's just it's being so covered up by just drama and that's that's something that we don't want to see um so we'll see we'll see how, how it goes uh the, like i said the seventeen thousand dollar fine what do you guys think do you guys think that serena was way out of line for those that watched it um do you understand do you agree how do you guys feel about it let me know you already know you can send me any feedback questions comments concerns the wake and soap pod at gmail.com we have one more topic in the mind of ceo hayes so, this one is by far the most disturbing, and you know when we've talked several times about the black man being shot um innocent black men at that, and situations that happen well, now, imagine being in your own apartment, minding your own a bit- minding your own business um and unfortunately, you someone comes in and shoots you um so that's the situation that happened when. Mm-hmm. Amber Geiger shot and killed Botham Jean in his own apartment. Now, there have since been details or more information to come up that say that Geiger had just ended a 15 hour shift, parked on the wrong floor, walked into where her apartment would be if she was if she entered on the correct floor and then shot Botham Jean. Um, Just wow. Um, This this is a situation uh there's not many that really leave me speechless um but this was definitely one of them when the news came down and I initially heard about this whole situation um now Geiger has been arrested charged with manslaughter um and has uh, did get bond the bond was set at at three hundred thousand dollars and uh she's since been released um on that bond. Um, now, if she is charged with manslaughter, uh, it's considered a second degree felony in Texas, and she could face between two to 20 years in prison and a fine up to $10,000. Now, you say, or you, you may ask, why is this considered manslaughter, uh, versus murder? Uh, that is a conversation for another day. Um, we, we will get into those details probably next week. Um, but since coming out, um, she claims that she gave verbal commands that um both and Jean ignored uh just before she shot him um but on the police call, she can be heard saying that she's so sorry so what what does this all mean, how does it make you feel about it? I personally um uh, you know there's been a lot of speculation and uh, and rumors and stuff that have come out. Um, since then, but I'm just dealing with the facts as we have them right now. Was there a prior relationship there that I can't say for sure. But for me personally, if someone walks in my apartment and shoots me um, in my apartment, that manslaughter just seems to. A- Again, I don't have all the facts, so I can't say for sure, but this is a definitely a disturbing situation. Um it's one that of course, as you can imagine, is all types of back backlash and um reactions from it and rightfully so. We will continue to monitor it and see what happens with this, but hopefully a conviction is made. It's not going to be any time soon. So, we'll we'll see as this as this continues to develop. Um that's it for the mind of Hayes. Currently on this episode, we're going to get into my sister Shanice's segment, the unpopular opinion. We're going to start the intro music for that, and I will see you guys on the other side.
2: <sighs> hey, y'all! I just, I just, I'm, I'm taking a minute to just grasp, to accept, to be open to. What I'm about to share, what I'm about to express, because this is something that I feel has been talked about, but no real discussions are happening if you catch my draft. So I'm going to just get into a real simple Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. So I'm aware that they had an interaction. I wouldn't call it a, f- a fight. If you guys weren't aware, then surprise, here it is. They had an interaction at New York Fashion Week, a Tom Ford after party. Long story short, Cardi B approached Nicki Minaj because Nicki Minaj was seen by Cardi and Cardi's people liking comments from other people, liking comments saying like, Oh, Cardi B is a bad mom or blah, blah, blah. I'll pray for her child. She has a terrible mother. All these things, right? So if you know Cardi like I know Cardi or if you've known Cardi before loving Hip Hop or Bodeck Yellow, you know that she has always been the same kind of person and that she don't like people talking about her. She don't like snide remarks. She don't like people ha, 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 he, he, he about her. But then act like everything's cool. She's always been this person. And you know, the coverage has been, oh, Cardi B so ghetto. That's not the place to do it. This is an event that's supposed to be upscale. You're in expensive gowns. This, that, and the third, right? And when I hear those type of things of it's not the place to do it, personally for me, I don't care who you are, where I'm at, and what's happening, but I am not going to allow anybody to disrespect me or my child. I don't have a child, but I already know the type of mama I'll be and the kind of mama I come from. And we don't play that funny shit. We don't play that. Nah, it wasn't that serious. Oh, I didn't. Nah, you did it. It's not a mistake. You didn't. It's not accidental. You did that shit. We're going to talk about that shit. That's where I come from. And that's what I do. So I kind of resonate with Cardi in that I'm not a fighter, but I'll punch you in the face if you disrespect, but. Everyone focusing on the fact that it was the New York Fashion Week professional, quote unquote, professional setting and all these things. And it it, it just it, it mind boggles me because what does the setting have to do with what happened? So then, of course, going through Twitter, I see a tweet that just spoke to everything I had no words to. This tweet came from at Cult A., underscore clash I'm not sure if you're a listener if you are shout out to you she tweeted folks equate the presence of white people with the level of professionalism or whether something is inherently better I'm gonna say that again because I know I said it slowly but I don't I just want you guys to really hear the importance of it folks equate the presence of white people with the level of professionalism or whether something is inherently better. Now, this is something that I've always felt never had the words for. She said it so perfectly for me. And it's something that I've always had an issue with because I remember speaking to CEO Hayes about this a couple months ago when it came to the BET Awards and how people were like, oh, this whole Blaconda thing, I'm over it. Like, Jamie Foxx, ugh, like, I don't want to do that. Like, BET Awards, who even watches that, fuck BET, blah, blah, blah. And I do understand that BET is not what it used to be. I'm definitely going to vouch for preferring, you know, 106 and Park with AJ and Free and Rap Seed the Basement with Big Tigger, you know, Cedar's World and Teen Summit. I'm definitely going to always side with that part of BET more. Um but i feel a lot of times that our people black people black and brown people like to throw away things when it's when it's not up to their standard of blackness like nothing was wrong in my opinion with the with the BET awards yeah the Blackonda theme it was pushing it a little much like all right we get it like Wakanda we get it but the entire show Jamie Foxx you know, was urging the audience to stand up, like, be proud, be happy, why y'all so dead? Like, this is for us, like, we're celebrating us, like, and no one seems to be interested. And I felt him on that, like, you know, black and brown people always just want so badly to be recognized for, you know, the, the white people sponsored accomplishments. Everyone's mad that Jay and Beyonce didn't win these Grammys. Who gives a fuck? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it's the same thing that Charlamagne the God will say. Like, we need to put the same energy beside, behind the BET Awards and, you know, the BET Rap Awards and all things, the, the Soul Train Awards. The You know, we need to put our energy behind that and make those things important because you can't, well, for me it wouldn't make sense for me to place my value of my work and my artistry in the hands of people who's not my demographic. It makes no sense at all. And I really felt this tweet because to be professional or, oh, it wasn't the place, whether it was New York Fashion Week, because it's sponsored by, you know, these white people and Vogue and all these other things, that that's not the place. But she could have also been wearing a gown, They could have both been wearing a fancy gown. They could have been doing that at the BET Awards. They could have been doing that at Black Girls Rock. They could have been doing that at the Soul Train Awards. And it would have been like, oh, that's, you know, that's what expected to happen when there's Black people involved. Like, I get it. I know my people. Trust me when I tell you, I know my people, but you can't expect other demographics to Accept you when you can't accept yourself, you have to accept that there's all types of black folks there's the Ratchets on you know reality t v and the love and hip hops of the world, and then there's not there's the you know merit to medicine side of the world, and then everyone in between we have to accept all shades of us. We just have to do that stop seeking the validation from other platforms and demographics where it's not your demographic you don't you don't need that you don't need those people so You know, bringing that back to around to the main point, like this whole thing with Nikki and Remy, I mean, Nikki and Remy, you fucking hear me. Nikki and Cardi has me completely like, I'm so out of it because everyone's down, like down talking Cardi for being, number one, the person she's always presented herself to be and expecting her to be different because she has money. And I think that misunderstanding comes from Everyone else expecting her to be different with money and not realizing that she's still her. She's still in her skin. She still has her feelings that money's not going to change her. It's not the first time she's seen money. Granted, she's seen a lot more money now, but it's not the first time she's seen money. You know, she's worked very hard to get to where she is right now. And I'm not going to take a side. I'm not going to, I'm not involved in none of this. I have my own personal feelings, but what I will say is stop. I would like you guys to stop. I can't make y'all do nothing, but I would like you guys to stop placing our people to these certain standards with the, with the lens of what white people think, or, you know, because you're at a fashion week after party, you shouldn't act like that. Why should you act better than you would normally act in front of, in front of white people, than you would for your own people. Like, I get that they'll judge you, but they're gonna judge you regardless. Like, you can be as magnificent as Serena Williams or as trash as anybody that you see on social media acting a damn fool, and they'll still treat you like you black. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. black, black,
0: black, 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 soul, black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black
1: black, that was Shanice with her unpopular opinion um as she brings it each and every week. you know here's where i usually I usually follow up her unpopular opinion with some thoughts of my own on the topics she discussed. The Nikki and Cardi thing I've kinda already talked about now, as far as Shanice saying how people are gonna judge you. Anyway, um, we've I've talked about that all throughout the history of the show and my thoughts on that. And something that even in the conversation that I actually had with Shanice um, is what I've told many people. You know what? I'll actually bring this in and make it personal. So, um, my good friend, friend of the podcast, Gerald L. Cooper, uh, reached out to me recently, and he uh, said, "You know, hey, go on my Facebook." Um, I want you to check this post. I want you to see if I'm tripping because I'm kind of being attacked. I just want to make sure I'm not tripping. Uh, he posted a meme. Um, I won't get into the details of it. But needless to say, people were tripping and not because he did anything. People are, are just sensitive. So as far as being judged and what I've always told people, you're not responsible for anyone else's perception because Five people can see the exact same thing, and you can get five different perceptions of exactly what happened, and they've all just witnessed the same exact thing. So what I've always said is, at the end of the day, you have to be true to you. As long as you know you're not trying to be malicious, as long as you know you're not trying to attack anyone, be you. Be true to your thoughts, your opinions. Now, what I will say on the flip side of that, if you do something that may offend someone, that's... Maybe a learning opportunity to sit talk to that person, have a conversation, let's use the word "people" and things stop at it. because people as as a as a people now we're 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 losing the ability to talk and be on two opposite sides of of an opinion and actually talk and both grow from it. It has to be oh no who's right, who's wrong, um be you. And I I can't stress that enough. That's one of the if you don't get anything out of this podcast, it's be comfortable in you embrace your flaws, embrace your good things, because all of that makes you. And like I told I tell people all the time about losses. Nothing is truly an L. You can never take an L as long as you learn from it. It's not a it's not a loss then. At that point, it's a learning and a growth opportunity. So never, never be afraid to quote unquote take an L. Never be afraid to be different or, or be against the grain as long as you're being true. Not doing it for shock value, doing it uh to purposely be opposed to someone else or or to cause an argument. Be you. It doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, somebody who's gonna hate it, somebody who's gonna love it. And there's ten people who're gonna hate it, ten people who's gonna love you. You got to be you. I can't stress that enough. All right, enough of the high horses. Shanice always somehow draws that out of me with her opinions. Like that's just get get on my fucking conversations and, and thoughts. But let's let's move on. We are going to now transition into the stupid idiot or idiots of the week i actually can't wait to get into this so we're going to get into the music for that segment now we'll catch you guys on the other side
0: you are so dumb you are really dumb for real
1: all right So we have to start this off a little bit different. Um, So for the first stupid idiot of the week, last week, CEO Hayes decided to sit on this podcast and promised you guys a special episode based off regional slang. While the episode is coming out this week, um, I promised that it would have been out last week. So for me making a promise that I ended up ultimately not keeping CEO Hayes, you are definitely the
0: stupid idiot
1: of the week. Damn. That, that, that should let you know that no one is off limits for the stupid idiot of the week. Um, if I'm giving myself the stupid idiot of the week, but no, seriously, I did have an episode. I do have an episode in the can ready to go. Um, a special episode on regional slang. The reason why you did not get it last week as intended is I actually reached out to my good friend, Kenny Killer, who lives over in the UK last minute. And I, um, asked him to do some of the slang over from that area. And of course, because it was last minute, he couldn't get it to me, uh, when I planned on having the episode. So it pushed it back some, so that's a little bit of an explanation. I don't know if you guys care or not, but I still gave myself the stupidity of the week because I, I don't like making promises to you guys that I ended up not keeping. So I do, uh, do an apologize. So take that stupidity of the week as, as a pseudo apology for it. But the episode is going to be amazing. I promise you guys, it will be released either Thursday or Friday this week. So please forgive me, but let's move on. (laughs) The next stupidity of the week. This one comes from, uh, Virginia. And we, we, we all know there's some crazy shit that goes down in the barbershop. There are conversations that are had in the barbershop that, um, Really, really shouldn't see the light of day. Uh, Hopefully they do not. But, um, but, because, so we're going to, we're going to go into a barbershop in Virginia where Michael Jamel Hatton was having a conversation, um, about Aretha Franklin. And the conversation went to the place of if Halle Berry had played or was going to play Aretha Franklin in a biopic. And so what Michael did in this case was he pulled a gun and shot someone because of a disagreement over Aretha Franklin Um Aretha Franklin biopic and if Halle Berry was going to be playing her or not. Now, that alone, um, you definitely get the stupid idiot of the week. Now, the victim in this Tony Lundy. Um, did survive the gunshot. So prayers out to him. I believe that he is still hospitalized, uh, because of this. So while I am giving Michael the stupidity of the week, let's make sure we keep Tony, uh, like I said, the victim, 47 year old victim in this case, our prayers out. But Michael, you just, come on, man. Over, over a movie? Uh, really? That's just, that's just dumb. Um, we're, the, the very last one. So this is a special, uh, set of stupid idiots. So, this stupid idiot of the week, stupid idiots of the week, goes out to all the people who are burning Nike attire, anything with the logo on it that they have already purchased, um, due to Colin Kaepernick being, uh, the spokesperson or whatever you want to call it for Nike, um, and their, their 30 year anniversary campaign. Um, people, listen, I understand if you want, uh, to boycott Nike and not buy anything else, I understand it. But to sit there and deface the and ruin clothes that you already spent your money—Nike already has your money—so they are looking at you guys like the stupid idiots you are. So all of my—I uh, won't call you brother because you're far too stupid. Well, I guess you're brother in this week because I'm also one of the stupid idiots of the week. But nonetheless. All this craziness on Twitter, all all these white people burning this this Nike equipment like, come on now, let's get it together. You guys are definitely the stupid idiot. All right. So to all our stupid idiots of the week,
0: I didn't call you idiots. I called you stupid idiots.
1: Moving on. It is now time for the petty news from one Scoop Grady himself. I will see you guys after this.
3: Yo, what's going on, everybody out there? We are back with another Petty News Report. Cardi B ran up on Nicki Minaj, and Nicki Minaj was not having it. No, literally, she wasn't having it. Like, I said, she didn't even move. She was like, I'm staying right here. Come on Nikki, you make a lot of threats and talk all that gangster stuff in your music Now, when Cardi B ran up on you, you was so spooked, you was looking for a barbie Cardi B pulled Nicki Minaj's card, and everybody knows it Now, as you saw on social media, Cardi B had a huge knot on her head I mean, everybody has war wounds, so I'm not gonna make an excuse for her But somebody got hurt in the worst way While Cardi B was trying to run up on Nikki, it was said that she got hit by a security guard um, And they said it was an accident I don't think that was an accident. I think that the security guard knew what he was doing. He heard it up and ran up on with a smooth elbow right to the head. Bow. Let me get you the Not Today elbow special, you know, right to the forehead. And um, it said that Nicki Minaj would not be pressing charges against uh, Cardi B. And she bet not. I mean, everything is already took it from uh, Nicki Minaj. Her card, everything. Nobody believes anything Nicki Minaj got to say now. The lesson that was learned in this uh, situation is stop messing with Cardi B. And don't say nothing about her baby. Granted, I didn't hear anything about her baby, but I ain't going to say nothing else. Yeah, don't mess with Cardi though. Moving on. Serena Williams was fined $17,000 for U.S. Open final code violation. Nah, I don't get how they keep on messing with Serena. I mean, when it comes to the dress code and all that, I mean, I know why they fining her. Because everything she put on looks real good. And they mad that they girls. Or they just upset that she looks as beautiful as she do. Granted, she do got some big, strong hands, you know. Big, strong shoulders, you know. But she's still a woman, you know what I'm saying. We love Serena. But yeah, I just they just got to stop messing with Serena, you know. She's already great in tennis, you know. And everything that she does, you know. Well, I ain't going to say everything. Because when she was in that Beyonce video trying to twerk, that was the most strongest twerk I ever seen in my life, you know what I'm saying. It got to the point I was just like, oh, my God. I thought she was doing uh, workout routines while she was shaking. You know, like. That's just how you tighten the glutes and more definition. That's what it was. Yeah, Serena uh, Serena got a strong twerk. Yeah, but this do not make any sense, you know. They trying to make her lose. They trying to wipe her off the face of her. But you know what? You can never stop a strong black woman. I'm going to tell you that right now. Serena going to continue to be great. And make sure everybody continues to support Serena in these situations. And last but not least, Kanye West is the co-creator director of the first ever Pornhub Awards show. Huh. I just don't. Uh, yeah Yeah I didn't even know This was like Really possible But yes Like the, uh, I gave Kanye The Scoop Poop Award On the inside scoop Because of this But I mean At the same time It's like Wow You know Like I know his wife Kim better get an award though You know um, <laughs> First porn duo award Or something You know I know that, I know Kim better get one of those I know uh, Off the top of my head I know Mimi better get uh, Object ever used in a porn award Goes to Mimi From Love and Hip Hop I know that Oh uh, The first lady to ever call herself a color And make it famous Goes to Pinky Um Yes They got a lot I I, I don't know This is interesting to me You know The uh, world's most famous performers In adult entertainment Is gonna be honored at this award show I will be tuning in. I'm sorry. I will have to take a look at this because this is something I've never seen before. I didn't know they give out awards. So So I'm really curious to see how this is going to go. And that is all we have for today, y'all. Thank you all for tuning in to the Awakened Soul Podcast. And last but not least, make sure y'all support the Awakened Soul Podcast. It is absolutely free. But if you don't, you might get knotted up like Cardi B. Okay, got to go. Peace out, y'all. All
1: All right, so... For the discussion topic today, um, the main thing in the news, and that would be Colin Kaepernick still with Nike and everything uh, that spun out from that. So let's let's just take a step back. And first, let's discuss Nike and things that they have done in the past. So uh, Nike, which also uh, supported Muhammad Ali after his career was over, um, helped Tiger Woods following his DUI, introduce an athletic hijab. Um, which is the headpiece that Muslim uh, women wear, um, which that also got praise and backlash. And now we're on to Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Um, so the question that spun out of my mind, you guys know, I always look at, try to look at stuff from a different perspective while it's being universally applauded while uh, a lot of people in the black community community are saluting Nike for taking these steps is does Nike capitalize or do they seek out things that may be controversial, um, to stir up sales. Now I'm sure everyone is known because the Waking Soul audience are just smart, intelligent people, um, have paid attention to the fact that Nike sales have jumped 31% uh, since the ad had debuted. Um, also some of the backlash, uh, the mayor in Louisiana, I believe has been, uh, Nike products. So, I mean, all this controversy, all this, um, is, is this generating revenue? Was this what Nike expected? Now, again, this is just me looking at it from a critical eye. It's easy to just point at it and say, Hey, Nike knew that this is why they did it. Or are they really, is Nike really becoming more of a social activist type company that you, as, as I listed with the things before they have, have done other things that have put them in, in. In the way of of the media, in the way of of opening themselves up for criticism, um, I, w- I I'm going to take the stance that maybe it's a byproduct, but you also have to pay attention. Now, um, Rhonda Mary, who on her YouTube channel uh, has done a great, a great uh, topic on this. So definitely check that out. Look her up. And it got me to thinking um, is pandering. And that, that's how she presented it. Um, is this pandering? To an audience or a portion of your audience and and your consumers in a way that you knew was going to generate something and and get sales. And Nike, I mean, they have deals with the NFL. They have deals with the NBA to provide their uniform. So it's not like they are hurting for money. It's not like they have to do these type of things to stay afloat. They don't. Um, I would like to say when you're going to do an ad campaign, it's, it's marketing one on one to do something that's going to catch the public eye, do something that's going to make you stand out. They did that with putting cap on, on making him the face of this 30th year anniversary campaign. Um, so it's just something I want everyone to quote unquote stay woke about is, is to pay attention, um, and see what Nike does next. Uh, again, Nike has had had against AIDS, so it overall, it seems like the company do, doesn't shy away from anything controversial. They really do things to, to bring more of a public eye in a positive way. Um, and to them, I, I hold, take my hat off to them. But again, I would, I would be remiss if only awakened. Soul, we did not discuss and talk about, is this being used? To advocate for social change? Is this being used to bring S- Kaepernick back into the public eye, which, you know, him being blackballed and having his, uh, his case against the L- NFL for colluding against him being able to be employed there. Is, is this their way of standing up against even president Trump who's come out? And of course has said that Nike's made dumb moves. That's a story for another fucking day. Um, but seriously, it 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 is something that we need to discuss. It's something that that if if Nike is doing this for the positive reasons, which again I'm I'm leaning towards that. I'm saying that they are. Then we need to make sure that we don't let it fall on deaf deaf ears. We need to make sure that we don't let them forget what Ka- Kaepernick was kneeling about. Again, I've said this before when we're talking about the kneeling. People will focus more on the type of protests. So that way they don't have to deal with what the protest is about. Same thing with this. They will deal more with the fact and bitch about Kaepernick being on the ad, um, it being disrespectful to veterans to take away from what his original message was. Um, So hats off to Nike. I wanted to definitely talk about this. I wanted to open it up. We're going to do we're going to get into it more. But how do you guys feel about it? Did, did offering up a different perspective or point of view make you think any differently about the campaign or think any differently about what Nike's intentions are? Okay. So let me know. You know where to find me at CEO Hayes, the awakened soul pod at gmail.com, all my good contact areas. This is it for this week. I know this is a pretty, a way shorter show than what you guys are used to with the awakened soul. But again, we have the special episode coming out later on this week. And then next week we have. An amazing show plan next week, and I don't say that lightly. the The show next week, you're gonna understand why this week's show was was a little bit shorter than normal. I want to thank everyone for listening. You know, I love each and every one of you guys. Keep wearing that Nike. Post pictures of your Nikes. Do all that stuff. Let's just keep pissing people off. Because that's what that's what I, 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 you know, as much as I like to troll the beehive, my new favorite group to troll is are these Nike haters. I just I have to do it. (laughs) I will see you guys in just a few days on the special episode that will actually release this week. This has been CEO, CEO Hayes.
0: Peace. I go hard in the motherfucking paint, nigga. Leave you stinking, nigga. What the fuck you thinkin', nigga? I won't die for this shit. or what the fuck I say? Front yard, broad day with the S K. She does my motherfucking nigga. I hang in the bell with them hits for a killer. Walk a like of flying on the hood Ass nigga. Ride a real slow bending cornin' my nigga. Got a main bitch, got a mistress, a couple of girlfriends, I'm one, fucking with Keep my dick hard, take me. Smoking, you can feel free shoutin', no joking And what I stand for, for. I'ma die for this shoutin', man, I swear In the trap with some killers, with some hood niggas Where you at, what you trying Play hood nigga Keep this shit 300, put that shit on my hood Fuckin' with me, G's in the Vice Lord S.A.'s in the Migos, freestyle off the dome. Great squad, walkin' blockin', play this fuckin' home I go hard in the motherfuckin' paint, nigga Leave you stankin', nigga, what the fuck you thinkin', nigga I won't die for this shit or what the fuck I said Front yard, broad day what the S.K. Gucci, that's my motherfucking nigga I hang in the jail with them hit squad killers Walk a flock of flame on the hood ass nigga Riding real slow, the corners, my nigga What's up, the nigga? What's up, fuck nigga? Lang out on that nigga, make your mama's mama, with I hope you got your killers with you, hope you got your niggas with you, hope your goons riding with you, they gon' fucking miss you, nigga Nigga, what attitude a attitude like EZQ When my little brother died, I said, fuck school I picked the burner up and I grabbed some marijuana Two years later screaming out, yeah, Ronald Glock, on the S.K. if he want the beat Shout it, boy, in blank range, I put your ass to sleep Shout it, talk is cheap, So watch what you say Bro, day and I am like this shit legal I go hard in the motherfucking paint, nigga. Let you think it, nigga. What the fuck you thinking, nigga? I won't die but this shit or what the fuck I say. Front yard, broad day with the S K. She, that's my motherfucking oh, fuck nigga. Fuck I hang one, in the well with them hits for I kill one, a, Walk a flock of flame in the hood. nigga right, right, riding real slow in the corners. My nigga, fuck em. walk up, walk up, walk a, walk a, walk a, walk up, walk up, walk up, walk Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, brick squad. Yeah, 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 brick squad. Yeah, fucker. I go hard fuck in the motherfucking paint, nigga. Then yeah, yeah, you stankin', nigga, yeah, yeah. what the fuck you thinking, nigga. I won't die for this shit or what the fuck I say. Front yard broad day with the S K. That's my motherfucking nigga I hang in the jail with them hits for killers Walk up, a flying fly him Boy the hood, ass nigga Riding real slow, bending corners
2: My nigga